0: Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. you are now Now, 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 listening to the P-13 Podcast.
1: Where are we going? Oh, we're on uh, episode three. Welcome back to the Project 13, a.k.a. the P-13 Podcast to episode three. We've made it this far. How about it?
0: It's been quite a journey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is the topic today? Today we are talking about your training, how your body should not be fucked up from training. Yeah. This is an occurrence that happens way more than it should. Yes. And I know you have a passionate take on this, So I'd love to hear what initially is your take on your body not getting fucked up from training?
0: Yeah. Yeah. this is a a topic that i am very passionate about and uh excuse the french except not really because i mean we've that's been cursing on this, about this podcast for 3 episodes. right it's in our tagline it's... it just is what it is <laughs> um deal with it uh so i mean this gets brought up a lot in you know what you and i experience on a daily basis with our members uh but most recently <laughs> the, it this got brought up because um I received a message from somebody that, uh, that, you know, they, they were interested in doing some training with us. There's someone that had previously trained with us quite a bit, but because of COVID and the shutdown and everything, um, they, uh, maybe they traveled for a bit or something like that, but reached out and said, Hey, want to know if you guys are doing any sort of training? Um, if you are, I would love to get, get into it. And, and I was like, yeah, sure. Like we can try to set something up. Um, where you can where you can come in, or you know we can meet somewhere to do some training, and and so I was like sure, and you know just kind of asked him some other questions, and he had then uh, revealed to me that he uh, had just been coming off of a rotator cuff tear, and that's not really what kind of prompted me to to really think about this topic. It's how he did it. So he explained. He went on to explain to me that um, he had. He had not worked out for two to three months and ended up going to some gym. I don't really know exactly where, but uh, some gym after taking two to three months off from the initial shutdown. And he continued to explain to me that he it was a bench press workout and he tried to bench the same weight that he did three months prior after three months of no training of any kind. And his comment to me was, he um it didn't feel good or something like that but he he pushed it up anyways and then he said the next day he woke up and he couldn't lift his arm right so we hear stories like that all too often right yeah. and it just drives me nuts because the purpose of training is to
1: to build, you to build, get strong. to get you stronger, do to get... things outside that you didn't normally could capably do. Exactly.
0: Or maybe you have, even if you do have a specific in-gym goal, fucking your body up is not going to get you there. No, definitely right? not. So you do have to be a little bit smarter about how you approach things, but not even really, you know, it, it's it's more so just not being stupid.
1: So then let me ask you this. How do you control that? How does one look to themselves and be like, yeah. I can I, I can do this, but maybe I should wait.
0: That's a very good question, and it's a hard one to answer because I cannot make decisions for people, nor can you, right? Yeah. As their coaches, that's not our role, right? Our 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 role is to guide you um, and provide you with our expertise. But ultimately, you know, we you and I both know this. Ultimately, people will make their own decisions around their training, but also around um, nutrition, right? We have people that come to us and say, I want to lose weight. Nutrition is the same thing. So in this case, unfortunately, more often than not, the thing that gets people to understand this concept is (laughs) getting repeatedly injured. Um, And so again, as we're trying to help you all avoid the bullshit and not get hurt, we hope that this episode sheds some light on this topic and maybe the next time that you go to, uh, you know, perform a lift that you maybe in the back of your mind are like, I probably am not quite ready for this. We hope that you'll be smart and maybe step away. Right
1: now with that, have you ever had any of those occurrences? I've had it a couple of times for sure. I think yeah. one of them was front squatting when I was like early on in, in college mm-hmm. and i thought like oh i'm trying to keep up with the catchers here who are leg-loaded. probably beasts yeah yeah <laughs> uh and yeah tweaked my back a little bit in in some of those cases but um how about yourself
0: yeah so i've definitely had those um experiences and you know again it's another reason why we want to use what we've learned to help you avoid things like this mm-hmm. but i mean it's happened when I've been deadlifting. It's happened when I've been squatting. Like for me specifically, it is, uh, low back pain that I do have to like be aware of, uh, at certain times. Um, but the other kind of coming out on the other side, I, because I've been smart and I've learned from my mistakes, I, I don't have to worry about it quite as much now. So, you know, I've, I've worked on the things that I need to um to make it so that when i do perform a heavy lift uh you know i know that i've done the preparatory work in my hips and my back that even if i do slightly get out of position i'm probably going to be okay. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, come on. There was a question that just popped in my head and then it left. It'll That's come good. back. Yeah, it'll come back. It'll be back. Um we might have to cut that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
0: (laughs) But so then, so then the other, the, um, you know, getting, getting back to why your body should not be fucked up from your training. The unfortunate reality is that the way in which we currently live, uh, is not conducive to a healthy body. Yeah. Right. So why do you say that? Well, I mean, like there's the, the amount that people are sitting, right. That leads to issues with hips, low back, Uh, tight hip flexors, working on computers all day, uh, messing up the shoulders and the neck, Um, lack of general movement, just bad for, you know, people's metabolic health and hormonal health, and really the list could go on and on. So kind of saying that um, just to help highlight that when you go into the gym, your goal should not be to thrash your body, because unfortunately, it's already probably kind of messed up by the way that you're living your life. Um, so, you know, looking at training, that doesn't mean that your training sessions never be hard, but there does need to be somewhat of a balance of like, if you're someone that sits 12 hours a day, you probably need to stretch those hip flexors. Like, I'm just Mm going to tell you that I'm not going to lie. I know you don't like doing it, but like, if you want to not be in pain, that's probably what you need to do. And again, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you, no. right? Cause that's not what we do. <laughs> now 13, you know, that no.
1: even just going for things like little walks and just giving opportunity, giving people opportunities to expand throughout their training. That just doesn't involve full on hardcore, like hit training for sure. Or, like full on hardcore strength training, like the little things in there, I think is the things that sometimes get lost in the sauce about like, Oh, you got you to gotta work at 90% every day in the gym, hip mm-hmm. training, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's like another, you know, kind of segueing into that topic. That's something that we far too often see in fitness is that, you know, uh, I don't want to say any gyms by name, but like there are a lot of gyms out there where it's like every day that you go, it's going to be a hit session. And one that's probably not going to be the greatest for – your joints because you're just doing a lot of movement and because the style of training I'm just gonna guess is gonna be a person yelling at you and telling you to like do more and go faster you're probably not going to be caring about how your reps are being performed Mm -hmm. right and there is a lot of merit to doing exercises correctly right like that's that's doesn't mean that you can never like deviate from a perfect squat pattern but more often than not like you know, squatting to full range is going to be helpful for your hips and the development of your hips and things like that. Um,
1: But let me stop you there really quick because I know in some of those gyms, it comes down to also the coaching when it comes to that. Like, how do you, I guess this is more of a a personal, yeah, how do you provide uh, provide somebody with that trigger or that feedback to understand like, hey, maybe you need to just like, tone it back, or maybe let's take a look into yourself and see how you're feeling prior to doing this next big thing.
0: Yeah. So generally what I'll do, I mean, it depends on the person, but if it's someone that I know, I will just directly call them out on it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Producer TJ has had that experience. Uh, You know, if it's someone that I know I'll ask, I'll, I'll usually prompt them by asking them a question where the answer is pretty clear and when they answer it, they answer it in the way that I want them to. Yeah. So, you know, that question could be as simple as like someone having knee pain and they're like, I went for a 10 mile run and my knee hurts. Now I'd be like, do you think that was the best idea? And they would, and this isn't you TJ, this isn't you. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and they would, and, you know, and then of course they're going to say, well, probably not. Right. So then Once we kind of establish that, we can have a conversation from there about, like, okay, what should you spend your time doing instead? Um, And it doesn't mean that you can never do those things. Like, that's what I don't want people to think that we're saying, Mm -hmm. right? Like, everyone has their own physical things that they like to do workout wise. It doesn't mean you can't do those things, but like, there may need to be some adjustments in terms of how much you're doing those or how you're doing them or, Things like that.
1: Because another thing that I was going to say is like, you see this a lot. This is more so in sports, but it's also been more materialized and market, marketed to people about like, hey, you got to be here. You got to be at this intensity all the time, this mm-hmm. intensity all mm-hmm. the time. Um, how do you find that responsible middle section for that so that we don't get those fucked up habits?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that That's another tough thing to answer somewhat it somewhat depends on um what that person is trying to achieve there's no question if you're trying to like if you're trying to pr on your 2k row there's no question that you're going to have to have some sessions that are high intensity interval training right but even then if you do it too much you're going to fry your nervous system i've seen that far too often um and in fact so really what it is it's 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 a process. It's not something that I think people will figure out immediately. It's something that kind of like you have to show them over time, adjust the dials. So like maybe they're doing three hit sessions a week, do that for a period of time. How do you feel? I feel like shit. Let's take it down <laughs> to two, whatever. But like there's a lot of general recommendations that say like 45 minutes to an hour of your training per week should be actual hit work and that's another thing too i think people think sometimes they're doing hit but it's actually just junk intensity right and that's a whole nother thing but like people would be better off go for a long walk right um you know so that's kind of the you know that's the other way to look at this too is it's not just about your joints and things like that it's like if you're doing too much hit like that can mess up your nervous system right and there needs to be that balance which it's a process to to teach people that
1: so you touched on hip mobility uh and you know I know you're a big proponent of mobility. So how Huge. does mobility not fuck up your body?
0: Uh so uh it actually is the antithesis. Did I s- use that word correctly? I think I, I did. I believe
1: so. Uh I've of, used Miriam, I used Merriam, but I I don't We'll, know we'll dictionary it later.
0: Yeah. Uh so it's the I would say it's the antagonist of um of fucking up your body. So
1: I think antagonist was better, but
0: it uh you know, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of what we do in our lives isn't conducive to a healthy body, uh, especially the, the amount of sitting and what that we does to, your, our to like your joints. Nothing. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, you just go off a run. So the way that mobility comes into play and helps out, um, you know, there's, there's a, a mentor of mine. Uh, his name is Jeff Wolf. He talks about flexibility and mobility and what does that actually mean for the body. So really what it means, if you are more flexible or mobile, and those are interchangeable terms, uh, at a joint, you're simply providing that joint with more options on how to distribute force that you put through it.
1: Does that go back to your point about like, hey, if I get out of line, I'm still going to be okay?
0: Yes, very much so. You know, if if you... do do your hip mobility work, and that allows you to um, just have more more mobility in the joint, and have a more resilient spine because of that. Um, it's it's similar to like using Jefferson curls, right? So Jefferson curls, it's an exercise where you curl the spine under load. So then, if you're doing a squat, um, your body has in a sense like been there before. This is kind of s- simplifying the idea, but your body has been there before, so it just will be better at dispersing the load across the tissues. Mm. Right. Whereas if, if that joint is not mobile and it can't move past a certain range, uh, the reality is the load that you're using might take it there anyways. Right. And then if, if you don't have the capacity to control at that, at that position, That's where injury occurs because most likely other tissues will take on the load and that's how you fuck shit up. So
1: essentially what you're saying is if I were to go pick up like a box off the ground and I've been training my spine to to be comfortable in kind of a curved position, not with like intense loads, but say I get a little bit out of alignment and instead of squatting down to lift that load with my back, I give myself maybe a quarter squat and kind Mm -hmm. of lift that box up with my upper back or my hands, I'd still be, I'd be relatively okay. Maybe I'd still feel it a little bit, but I'd be okay. Is that what? Yeah. So I mean, ultimately
0: it's like, you know, if you exercise and movements are simply giving the body a task, the body will perform that task regardless of what it has at its disposal. So if you have mobile hips, it'll use that. If you don't, it'll use something else that may not be best suited for uh, taking on that load, whatever it is, right? So that's why, you know, we talk about flexibility a lot, mobility a lot, a lot of people like to skip out on it. Um, But I'm telling you now, that's where the gains live. And that's what I tell people in our gym too. The flexibility, the mobility, that's where the gains live. That's what's going to allow you to lift more. That's what's going to allow you to do more of the sexy stuff. And also on top of that, fun little side benefit, you won't feel like shit. Yeah. And
1: then you avoid the bullshit.
0: Crazy idea. Yes. So that's going to wrap up for today, I think.
1: I think so. Yeah. So
0: as always, we want you to avoid the bullshit. Stay healthy. Mobilize those joints. Get flexible. Get yoked. It's going down.
1: We'll See you later. Thank you again for listening to the P13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating.
0: This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media for providing the studio space and additional production.
1: So absolutely. You can find us on social media, on Instagram, at Project13Gyms. You can find myself at KemiFan, that is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media?
0: You can find me at ConwayBunga, that's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at Project13Gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill.